At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again here on the Hornet Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We've got a busy show for you. The Hornets are on the road, five-game Western Conference road trip, which starts tonight, very late night, back in the Queen City against the Golden State Warriors. Should be an exciting matchup anytime. Charlotte matches up with one of its favorite sons, Steph Curry. It always makes for a good game. So we're looking forward to bringing you that one tonight on the Hornets Radio Network. And, of course, you can watch the game as well on Bally Sports Southeast. Just the first of five, though, in the road trip. So we're going to talk about the road trip as a whole, talk about this game individually, and also want to talk about Real Access Episode 2, which is now out and available on Hornets.com and a variety of social media platforms. Talk about some of the local flavor on this year's Hornets team and also about the bench play that helps buoy this team to a 5-3 and three start. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo. And Rob, let's start off with this road trip as a whole. It's definitely a difficult one. First off, in terms of caliber of competition, you're seeing teams that were in the postseason a year ago, like the Clippers, the Lakers, the Grizzlies. You're also seeing a team in the Golden State Warriors, who it looks like at some point this year will finally be whole again from the nucleus that helped them win three NBA championships. And you have a Sacramento Kings team that's playing pretty well. And on top of all that, the travel part of it is not the easiest, particularly the back end of this trip. So as you look at these five games over the next week plus here, what are your thoughts on what's ahead for the Hornets? 
Well, I just recall going back to our conversations that we had back last season when the Hornets went out to the West Coast and had some pretty difficult road trips. Of course, you know, we try to suppress the one from our memory as Hornets fans of when LaMelo Ball was in Los Angeles and he broke his wrist. So, you know, knock on wood, obviously, we don't have anything like that happen again this season. But I remember we were talking about how many wins. We were looking at win totals and the thought was always, you know, last season go 500 or you know a game below 500 or something like that just to kind of stay even float with some of the competition that these western conference teams have but i know a lot of people and myself included feel that the eastern conference has really evened out this past season or last two seasons really so going to the west coast is not as difficult as it used to be i mean obviously it's still tough going to the west coast and being away from your family and having lengthy travel but it's not as grueling as it used to be in years past it's a little bit more manageable now but with that said you know obviously you would like to be above 500 you would like to be around three and two on this road trip but it's really tough i mean when you take a look at the competition i mean golden state we'll get into our preview here a little bit later but they are five and one their only loss came in overtime to oh by the way the memphis grizzlies who the hornets wrap up this road trip with and that was by three points so you know golden state's playing extremely well especially even without like you mentioned clay thompson so that's going to be a difficult one you mentioned sacramento's playing well harrison barnes is playing extremely well and then buddy Heald is always difficult as well And then, you know, the Clippers have struggled a little bit, but they're going to be one of those teams that's not going to be struggling for very long. Paul George is playing extremely well. The Lakers are always the Lakers. So just an extremely, extremely tough road trip. You know, I would personally like to see three and two record wise, but, you know, two and three is probably more ideal. And and that just kind of comes with the territory of the expectations being raised for this team. So Rob says two and three. I'm kind of of two minds on this. On the one hand, I think the Hornets are now too good of a team to think that anyone on this road trip presently constructed should sweep them over the course of the season. And that's significant because I just don't think it was true in previous years. I think this nucleus with the Hornets has grown. The additions have been impactful. And so now when you look at the Hornets compared to most teams in the NBA, you would say a sweep is unlikely that the Hornets should at least split with everyone. The other side of this is that it is a particularly difficult travel portion for the Hornets. The first two games are kind of standard, playing at Golden State, night off, play at Sacramento, night off. There's not a whole lot of travel. It's a bus ride between the two, so it shouldn't be that difficult, I would say, in terms of the wear and tear. But after that, it gets a lot more difficult on the Hornets. They'll play back-to-back days in Los Angeles against the Clippers and Lakers and then go over to Memphis, which is, I believe, the furthest east any team is in the Western Conference. And that is a very difficult three games in four days, not just because of the caliber of competition, but the travel component and the frequency of games as well. So I'm kind of two minds on this one. I, I don't think there's any of these teams here that I would say are a heavy, overwhelming favorite on their own. Neutral court, I think it's a, a good contest against any of them. But on the other hand, the travel part of it makes it difficult. So you said, I think it was two and three is what you settled on, Rob? I would obviously prefer three and two, but I think two and three might be a little bit more realistic just based on kind of the points that you touched on with the ruling travel and the just the level of competition overall. I think the minimum here is two and three. And again, I would be putting it higher as you know what our expectations are for this team if it were broken up differently. If the back-to-back were Golden State and Sacramento and then the two LA games were spaced out or there was an extra day of rest between LA and Memphis, I would say, yeah, this, this looks a lot more manageable. But because that happens to be the three and four, that's a little bit scary. 
So I, I think the caliber of competition, you got to respect all of these opponents. Again, Lakers, Clippers, Memphis, all were playoff teams last season. Clippers, even though they've struggled out of the gates, they were a Western Conference finalist last season. Sacramento is improved. Golden State is much better than they were last year, just strictly off their health compared to the last couple of seasons. So this is going to be a difficult trip. But on the positive side, I do think that the Hornets have stepped up a notch in most people's estimations and certainly inside the building. They fear no one. You might have looked at in years past, certainly when the Lakers were winning an NBA championship, you look at that team and say, the expectation is the Lakers should win both games against Charlotte. I don't think that's an expectation anymore. Far from it. So Hornets are going to give any and all of these teams a game where the wins come from. I'm not sure. I think 3-2 and two would be a very successful trip here considering the caliber of competition and the schedule out there. But 2-3 and three would certainly be successful as well in my mind, knowing that all those teams got to come over to the Hive Spectrum Center and deal with the Hornets as well. All right, we're going to break down tonight's game against Golden State in a little bit. Coming up next, though, we are going to talk about real access. You've seen the latest episode. We'll dissect it next here on the Hornets Hivecast. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing in a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob, the second episode this season of Real Access is available now at Hornets.com. I enjoyed it on the flight west with the team from Charlotte to San Francisco. A lot of good things in there. Two in particular stood out, so since I've got two in my back pocket, I'm going to let you go first here. What was your biggest takeaway from this edition? of real access all jokes aside it was ish smith telling me to if i'm going to enjoy liver mush to not look at the ingredients which i already did before the episode of real access ever came out but at any rate you know you touched on it a little bit the big emphasis on the bench the big emphasis on the local flavor i love that pun that you had in the opening of the podcast but the biggest thing for me was when mitch kupchak sat down and was just discussing the makeup of this roster the thing I love about Mitch is that he is just so honest and he is open with this team. I mean, he'll give it to you straight no matter what. I mean, he's not going to try to sugarcoat it. So, you know, he mentioned similar to last year where this team is constructed to compete, but if two of the very key players go down, it's going to be difficult. And that's what happened last season with Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball getting injured. But the way that this bench is comprised, it's a little bit of a different story this year. And we've seen that through the first couple games of the season where the bench has really stepped up when some of the starters have struggled scoring-wise, and that's why the Hornets have one of the top offenses in the NBA. So, you know, Rob rules aside, I would have to pick the bench being the primary takeaway from this episode of Real Access. Well, serves me right for letting you go first and saying I had two because you took them both. But, uh, yeah, I would agree. I think Mitch Kupchak talking about the bench, and, and really it shows the faith that they have in the picks that they've made over these last few seasons since Mitch Kupchak took the role of general manager of the Hornets. You, you don't bolster the bench the way that they did unless you believe in Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington LaMelo Ball being the kinds of players that they are. Otherwise, what are you bolstering exactly? You know, the fact that they feel rightfully so that they have hit 
on all of their recent first round draft picks and those are significant pillars to this organization then you throw in Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier who have been outstanding now you can kind of add in those reserve players and it has that much more of an impact it takes them from being a team that's you know trying to get into that play-in zone to what is right now the number one offense in the NBA but since you took that as your official I will go with the other that local flavor and I think it's significant because it's not a requirement that every NBA team have representation from their home city or home state but it is a nice little wrinkle when it does happen so that liver mush boys thing that Eric Collins does on the television broadcast that the guys were commenting on that's fun that's something that connects the team further to its local community and again it, it's not necessary there's no rule that says Golden State must have this many players from San Francisco or the Knicks have to have this many players who played college ball in New York or that the Hornets must have this many people who were born in North Carolina but the fact that it has happened is a nice further connection for this team to its fan base it's not just the fact that they're one of the most exciting young teams in the association. But that local flavor, I'll use it again, that pun there, I think it's significant, makes it special, makes this team that much more entertaining for the fan base. Definitely encourage you to check it out. It's available now at Hornets.com. Shoot us a tweet. Let us know what you think was the most significant takeaway from this week's edition of Real Access. Coming up next, it is a game day edition of the HHC. Hornets visiting the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. What are the stats to watch? Who are the players to watch? We'll dive into that next, right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Game day edition of the HHC. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you, getting you ready for Hornets versus the Golden State Warriors. It'll be a late night tip, 10 p.m. Eastern. You can catch all the action, of course, on the Hornets mobile app and the Hornets radio network. Rob I'm going to put the Rob rules in effect right now, and I will let you pick a player to watch. You can do one for both teams, and then a statistic to watch. You can pick one of those things at a time. We'll say a player for each team, and then a stat in general to watch for. You only get to pick one, and there are no repeats and no mentioning 17 different things. So go ahead. What is your player on either side to watch or your statistic to watch for this one? Well, my player and statistic tie into each other. Is that okay? I suppose. Okay, with your blessing, I will say the emphasis on tonight's game is going to be Mason Plumlee. And yeah, he had a rough go of it against Cleveland. I think everybody that was considered a big had a difficult time against Cleveland. I mean, how many teams start three seven-footers in the association? It just seems like it's unfair from that aspect. But I think the rebounding is going to be a really important factor tonight again as it always has been for the most part I mean sure the Hornets have the number one offense in the association right now but you take a look on the other side and Golden State has one of the best defensive ratings in the league and the rebounding is a big reason because of that Golden State is fifth in the association in rebounding but interesting enough the Hornets are fourth 
and offensive rebound percentage, which I thought was really interesting. So the second chance points have been big for the Hornets so far this season. So I think it's just going to come down to the glass once again tonight for Charlotte. All right, so I'm hearing Mason Plumley as your player and rebounding as your statistic. I like them all. I'm going to start then with a player for the opposition that we're going to key in on. I'll get to those two categories momentarily. I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins. Uh, this is a Warriors team where there is certainly a known commodity in Steph Curry, who is playing some of the best basketball of his brilliant, brilliant career. And always someone to be concerned about. But the, the other part of this right now for Golden State is while the assumption is that they will be holding at some point this season they aren't yet clay thompson is probably at least a month away from coming back and hopefully returning to the all-star caliber he was playing a couple of years ago but it remains to be seen you know just what he's going to bring and how long it's going to take draymond green is scoring a little bit more than he has in recent years but he is certainly not scoring at the level he was when this team was winning championships so it puts a lot of pressure on steph curry certainly the hornets are going to key in on him as best as you can just like everyone else does it doesn't necessarily stop him in any respect, but he needs someone that can run with him. So I think Andrew Wiggins is the key. And so far this year, he's off to a slow start. He's averaging a career low 16 points per game through the first handful of games of this season. 16 points is still a lot for average humans, but Andrew Wiggins, a former number one overall pick, a former rookie of the year, he averaged that in his rookie season with Minnesota. So to see him struggling to that degree in terms of putting the ball through the cylinder, that's a little bit surprising. I will say this, he's shooting the three better than he ever has in his career this year and last year. Basically, since he arrived in Golden State, he's had the best three-point shooting percentages of his career, but overall, he hasn't scored as much as we've grown accustomed to seeing him do over the course of his NBA career. So, I'm going to keep an eye on Andrew Wiggins. Steph Curry is the easy answer. I'll leave that one to you for the follow-up here, but he's the guy I've got my eye on for the Golden State Warriors. Rob, you've used Plumley and you've used rebounding, so go ahead and tell me Steph Curry and we'll call it a day. I'm not going to go with Steph Curry. I'll... I will defer, but I'm going to go with Draymond Green. I mean, you know, obviously there's a little bit of history here between the Hornets and Draymond. I mean, he felt that he was responsible, and quite frankly, he was responsible for Golden State's loss here in Charlotte last season. I mean, blew up, got two technicals. Terry Rozier sunk them both, and we've heard the game winner time and time again that sunk the Warriors. Keep in mind, too, no Steph Curry in that one because he wasn't feeling well, but, you know, at any rate, that following West Coast trip that the Hornets went out and played in the Bay Area, Draymond kept talking revenge game revenge game and I completely forget the stat line off the top of my head but it was just absolutely bonkers I think he only had like seven or eight points but he ended up having like a career high in assists and rebounds I mean he had a double double but it was assists and rebounds it was just a very typical Draymond Green day so I'm interested to see you know how he responds I mean you know he seems like the kind of guy that has a little bit of a long memory in terms of just playing against teams in the association when he felt that he didn't step up at the right time or something like that and he wants to seek that revenge so I don't know if it's revenge game 2.0 for him or not, but I'm going to go with Draymond Green because, of course, you know, like I mentioned, Mason Plumley with the rebounding factor, Draymond is equally going to be that big of a factor on the other side for Golden State. All right, interesting stuff here. All right, my player to watch for the Hornets is going to be Terry Rozier. He, of course, hit that game winner at the Hive last season, a moment that would have been etched into the memory of everyone in that building. It certainly was, actually. Unfortunately, there was only a few dozen people in the building, and most of them were working the event. All of them actually 
actually were working the event or else they wouldn't have been allowed in. So, you know, it, it would have been a fantastic one to have a full spectrum center for. But Terry Rozier, one of his biggest moments in a Hornets uniform, and he is just starting to get back into true Terry form. He had his first game back off his latest ankle sprain in the loss against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but Terry looked like Terry. He was knocking down threes late. He was taking tough shots. So I'm looking to see that further development. I've said a few times here already this season, when guys come back from injury, that first game out of the gates, oftentimes it looks more like they're testing the waters. They're not 100% there. They're just kind of feeling their way through. The second game is where we really see all the explosiveness, the trust, everything on display. Case in point, P.J. Washington came back from his knee sprain, did have a season-high performance, but he surpassed it even further in the game against Cleveland. So I'm looking for Terry Rozier to do the same. You mentioned rebounding as your statistic to watch. I like that one a lot. I think that the Hornets have struggled on the defensive board in something Golden State has actually done particularly well. But when you flip it around and look at their offensive rebounding percentage, Hornets have done a really good job there. They're very good at second-chance points. So I would have liked to take that one but since you took it and the Rob rules are in effect, I'll let it go. I'm going to keep my eye on the turnovers. Hornets were not necessarily given a lot of help in the loss against Cleveland by the foul disparity, by a lot of things. But the reason I think they lost that game was turnovers, particularly early. They just were not taking as many shots as Cleveland. And it ends up being a game where the Hornets shot the ball extremely well from deep. They shot the ball on par with Cleveland. They just weren't taking enough shots. And so, you know, a turnover is, the the saying goes, you miss one. 100% of the shots you don't take. A turnover is a shot you can't take. So I think the Hornets, if they can keep control of the basketball, make sure they're taking their shots within their offense, I think they can have a lot of success here against the Golden State Warriors. So we've got our stats to watch. We've got our players to watch from either side. And we hope you've got your coffee or your caffeinated beverage to watch in mind as well, because it's going to be a late night. Hopefully the Hornets give you something worth staying up for. Been the most entertaining team, I think, in the NBA this year. Certainly number one in scoring average. So I think it's worth staying up for. Tune in. 10 p.m. tip time. You can hear the game on the Hornets radio network and the Hornets mobile app. And, of course, you can watch it on Bally Sports Southeast. And it will be nationally televised as well on ESPN. Ron, that's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks, as always, for joining. Late night for you, too, on the recording session. Yeah, and we kind of feel bad, so we'll just give you the night off. How about that? Ah, thank you. Yes, yeah. Rob will be in the anchor chair tomorrow. He'll be breaking down tonight's game against the Golden State Warriors, and then uh, I'll be back again the following day with a special guest. Rob Mahoney recently put out a big feature piece on LaMelo Ball in the ringer. We're going to be talking to him about what it was like to talk to LaMelo, talk to people around the Hornets, and his process coming up with that story. It's a great read. Go check it out and then listen to the podcast coming up a couple days from now. That will do it for this edition of the HHC. Thanks to Rob Longo. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.